Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> It's my birthday weekend, so I get like a day and a half to myself, kind of. I'm going to beat a video game or two, and then I'm going to watch at least one or two movies in there. Like, to go to sleep. Like, I'm going to watch full movies I haven't seen. Very ambitious. When I set out to do things like that, I fall asleep for an entire day instead. We are now the elders. Just, my sock is half on, and it's half off as well. Did you say that socks were half off? Don't get me started on fucking Charlie's fucking grandpa hopping up out of the bed. Motherfucker could have been fucking working that whole fucking time. What are you talking about? Willy Wonka, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, oh, they're all bedridden, but it's like, oh, gold. Oh, my legs work. That's a good point, man. My legs work. out of the fucking blue, but I agree with you. My legs work all of a sudden. Oh, I could have been contributing to the family instead of just sitting in a bed where my fucking daughter, daughter daughter-in-law, whatever the fuck, changes my bedpan and feeds us fucking greens and water. What is it, like fucking rotten cabbage stew? Motherfucker, you could have at least fucking thrown in and gotten some bread they would have given you something fuck where i work we found out one of the janitorial staff is a 92 year old korean war veteran shit and that motherfucker owned a suit as well that's what i'm saying just sitting in the closet he was waiting for a night on the town ready to go up for a job interview fuck that dude oh i'll go to the candy factory (laughs) yeah then the other three elderly people just sit in bed like that motherfucker like you know he ripped the motherfucker could have got us juice every day probably ripped the nastiest farts in the bed you know what i mean like he was probably the grossest one could have not been there what if they like pulled the covers back and their legs were just all skinny that would have been a very different willy wonka (laughs) (laughs) oh let the right willy wonka in oh god dude what about the new one what do you think no no thank you you even gonna watch it if it's free i mean i have no problem with that chalamet kid but it's weird i do like all these memes that are that like show that the home dude from shameless looks exactly like gene wilder lip yeah well what's the show that the the bear yeah yeah have you said you watched it some right i watched an episode or two of it it just didn't stick at the time it wasn't what i was in the mood for I might go back to it. Kelly's been watching some, she's been watching The After Party. I kind of wish I'd gotten in on that. The After Party. Yeah, I've basically told her, like, if it has to do with murder, just go for it. <laughs> Don't wait for me. Do it. Just do it. Yeah. I do want to watch that People Who Eat Darkness documentary. I forget what it's called. There's a docuseries on Netflix that just came out. It's based on a book I read called People Who Eat Darkness, mm-hmm. and it's about a serial killer in Tokyo. And a cop from the States, I believe, goes to, or maybe it's England. I can't remember. I read it so long ago. But uh, he uncovers like a serial killer because this one girl goes missing. And And this is a fictional story? No. And it's like, it's real. Oh. It's corruption in the police department. And like someone was killing these women in like a cave under Tokyo. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. See, if we ever do get to go visit Japan, I'm not going to do any of the freaky weird shit. Like, I'm not, you know, don't fuck with it. My whole thing, don't fuck with it. I'll go. And if they tell me, like, you know, if, if I happen to go, like, they're like, see, you want to watch this video? 
be like, oh, we're, we've been in the this country for a while. video? Well, or like, oh, yeah, that's the suicide forest. Like, oh, cool. You Not get, taking a picture. You let's just go down this well. Let's just try. You want get, to get inside the well? No, the little door in the side of a... No, no little doors, no wells, no forests, no fucking abandoned houses. Yeah. No temples where, like, you're not supposed to go at a certain time of year. Man, Japanese horror movies. I need to refresh. Maybe watch some of the oldies. Well, so not hold to, up. Not to go back to the aliens, but if the aliens are real... Huh? Huh? No, no, it's, ah! not, it's not the same. It's not the same at all. I know. There's all this stuff, you know, the the monsters back in the day at sea. They just didn't know what the fuck a whale was. Or like, yeah, there's giant I mean, squid. I bet there's some big ass shit down there that we still haven't seen. Oh, by the way, the Meg 2. <laughs> I'm just so hyped to see <laughs> that movie. Close. I am arriving. <laughs> like the Queen of England having an orgasm. God rest her soul. Uh, she had corgis. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm hyped for the Meg 2 dude I don't care if it's gonna be good bad I will watch the shit out of the Meg 2 and I fucking maybe I'll go see it in the theater I would rather it be bad to be perfectly honest we lived that life where we saw Deep Blue Sea in the theater do you know well, how fortunate we are that's what we said we said we were gonna watch Deep Blue Sea when the Meg came out <gasps> no that was LL Cool J not Lawrence Fishburne I say, okay? I say we do it Where where's Deep Blue Sea we'll find it yeah Let's find it real quick. You know what sucks is that it was on Netflix for a long-ass time. It's somewhere now. I saw it recently. Uh, hopefully. Thomas Jane. Mm, HBO. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Disco Max. I mean, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Max where the new Studio 54 documentary is? I think so. I saw that, and I was like, I've, I've just seen so many documentaries on Studio 54. I'm like... You know, I understand. We have been dipping into the, uh, our comfort show is we watch remodeling shows. And Max has a fuck ton of them now. Because they inherited HDGTV or whatever. Mm. Yes. Love it or list it. They make it look so easy. That's because you don't see any of the work happen. Yeah. Even those fucking creepy twins. Don't get me started. The, the guys? The property brothers. Yeah. Isn't one of them dating somebody famous or marry somebody? Zoe Deschanel. That's what it was. You know she sings? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Becky again. Becky again. Dude, yeah. I didn't uh, didn't know what was coming. I knew it was coming, but it was a different director and it was a different writer. So I didn't know what exactly to expect. That was the first thing I noticed last week after we talked about watching that for this week. I was like, that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, switching up the team here, huh? Let's see how they do this. I say I liked it the same. I liked it. I do think that this is where the original hit harder for me. But I still... uh, The original was a little closer to Green Room. This was a little closer to Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Did she narrate in the first one? No. That, that was, was my new. other complaint. Yes. The narration. You know how I feel about that. I don't well, need that. But I understood it. It wasn't bad. Well, and it was a different, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, but it was a different angle with the, uh, like, could have been. The could have been. Like the, 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 the little fantasies that she would have, but it would show you the fantasy and oh, then yeah. be like, that could have happened. Well, there was a little more, you were in Becky's head in this. That It just was happening. In the last one, which made it feel like a little more of a horrifying event, like unfolding in front of you. Mm-hmm. This was a little more comic book, you know? Oh, like yeah. Kick ass yeah. kind of feeling. Most definitely, man. 
I got things to say about that too. I enjoyed it just as much. I would just say that the first one is cult status good. Cult status good, yeah, definitely like a little more like indie vibe, you know. But even though it had like some bigger names in it, but Sean William Scott in this one aging well. He is. He's he's a handsome man, and he was kind of scary. I was a little bit worried when he first walked on screen that I, I was like, "There's no way you can be scary, man." But he was a little bit, a little bit. He, I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But I dug it. Yeah. If you like the first one, and especially if you had the complaint about the first one that all the questions weren't answered, this was the movie that will carry us to the answer. Oh, and I'm glad you said that because that adds something else to something I want to mention here in a little bit coming up soon. You know, my daughter was slapping my gut tonight because that's what she does. And I like make noises and giggle. And dude, she came down and just drilled my fucking left nut at one point, And I felt like I was going to die. I felt like I think that's why I passed out later because I was just tired from the pain. Sorry. I When I breathed it in just now, it hurt. It hurt. <laughs> off the deep inhale that i just did playing around sorry i want you to know that's why i told the story fuck anyway it's been three years since becky's father and dog door were murdered by escape prisoner treasure hunting neo-nazi kevin james and his ragtag brotherhood of unfuckable white dudes all of whom becky in turn killed in increasingly gruesome ways she's 16 now and after escaping a succession of foster homes Becky and her dog Diego have settled in a rural area with an older lady named Elena that picks up hitchhikers. I, I thought it was going to be a younger lady based on the little animation at the beginning. And then it was an older lady. I was like, oh, okay. But just that, that animation, I thought it was going to be like a 40-year-old, 45-year-old chick, not a like senior citizen. Yeah, she was definitely. Do you know what? Did you see like, that? At best, late 50s. Yeah. And I thought, I looked her up, I thought she was in more things I'd seen, but she really wasn't. She did look familiar. She looked familiar, but she wasn't in stuff I'd seen. She's honing her survival skills and working at the diner in town, but when she purposely spills coffee on Anthony, a nobleman on his way to an unfuckable dude rally with his friends DJ and Sean, they follow Becky home and, spoilers, kill Elena and steal Diego. A little John hint of the wick. Exactly, John Wick. It's a hint like of... A, like... You think it's more than a hint of the I wick? I think if you're going to do it, be overt about it, though. <laughs> Like that's the thing is like when you're like oh we're gonna make John Wick with a 16 year old. It was one of my first notes. I was like ah, but the racists have fucked with the wrong little girl yet again. Remembering they mentioned the name Daryl, Becky suits up for revenge and tracks down the only two Daryls in town, which was that was like the quickest like search. It was like two, yeah. It was two, and she's like the second one. And then spoiler, yeah, not so wrong with the first one. No. Um. The remainder of the film plays out much the same as the first movie, but that's what we all came for. Don't even pretend you didn't. And this time, the white supremacists are led by Stifler, his mom, Deborah Logan, (laughs) and Malachi from the original Children of the Corn. I immediately was like, I know who this fucking guy is. And I didn't know that part. I was picturing him as a child. I didn't know that. And like, I had like a weird feeling. Like, I was like, I have seen this fucking dude as a kid. Which one was that? He's the little redheaded one in Children of the Corn. He's also in The Burbs. Wait, the older guy? The redheaded dude who was playing the banjo? Yeah. Yeah, that was Malachi from Children of the Corn. And he was also fucking the like weird like kid in The Burbs. No. Yeah. No. And he's been in every police procedural and like tons of just B horror movies. Man, I love the way how Bruce Dern's character like fucked with him in the burbs. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> God, fucking Bruce Dern. 
man. So good. He's just... Anyway, I won't get off on Bruce Dern. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Okay, who's in this motherfucker? Becky, of course, stars Lulu Wilson alongside Sean William Scott as Daryl Jr., Denise Burse as Elena, Jill Larson as Daryl Sr., Deborah Logan. Deborah, I didn't know that either, but I, that makes perfect I immediately perfect was sense. like, holy shit, is that Deborah Logan? <sighs> that freaks me out. That long neck, man. I guess like, I she's didn't. She's got a long neck. She's very thin, but. I liked her southern draw. Yeah, she was scary. Sorry, the Texas one that I can do is not the same as where they were from. I don't know if she was scary because she was Deborah Logan, though. A little bit to me. That creepy old fucking white lady in the woods, man. Just as creepy as somebody who's possessed. Michael Ciro plays Anthony. Aaron Dallavilla plays DJ. Matt Angel as Sean. Courtney Gaines as Twig. Malachi. And Kate Siegel as Agent Montana, which it was a nice touch. Because they brought the Hill House around. Oh, that was her. Yeah. I thought she. Okay. See. Yeah, it's Mike Flanagan's wife. She's in all of this stuff. I didn't get any of my click time today like I had planned. And Hush. Did you ever see Hush? Mm-mm. It was a deaf woman slasher movie. <gasps> Where they try and invade her home? Yes. Uh, I started it, was really into it, fell asleep, woke up, watched the last 15 minutes and the ending, but I missed the whole movie. It's really good. Mike Flanagan directed it. Fuck. No, that was a good one, though. I meant to rewatch it, just never made it. Matt Angel also co-wrote and co-directed the movie with Suzanne Coote. The pair were approached to write and direct The Wrath of Becky with only three weeks left to finish a script. Afterwards, they worked closely with Lulu Wilson to refine the character. She was adamant that Becky should have matured significantly since the events of the last movie. Nick Morris, co-writer of the first film and directing pair Jonathan Millett and Carrie Murnian, were still on board as executive producers, along with Sean William Scott and Lulu Wilson. The film was shot in only 18 days. That's wild. Three weeks on the script, 18 days on the movie. And it's way better than a lot of the shit that I've seen that had it way really, more than that. It really is. And... Man, you did this in three weeks? Mm-hmm. Like, you steal no, John that's fucking impressive. and stuff like that. That's fine. This was great. Well, the references. Okay, so let's see here. I just want to start by saying I love the way how these bad guys, very similar to some of the real life bad guys that are out there right now. I love the fact that they're, they had their little flag flying in the back of their pickup truck. Would you say they were proud boys? They were. They, You know, they were noble men proud boys but yeah and i was biting my tongue when we were talking about it before we got into the summary but man sean william scott you know that like he's like that that guy's like yeah i heard you were navy still and he's like army ranger and i'm like oh yeah so like you know he had some trip and i'm like so but where is it though and i'm like well wait he's the reserved one who's trained so i'm like it's coming and i loved his first kill oh the director (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) yeah you always hear about that too like somebody punching somebody's nose up into their brain yeah but that was graphic it was no man stifler got it dude last of the enforcers he was on top of it but a little careless for an army ranger eh the voiceover was not my favorite in the movie Mm -hmm. but i thought that this movie was changing the tone of the last movie to make another movie because i think we're finally gonna find out some shit Um, and a little more is revealed about the key and that's really what i wanted just carry me on this mystery box. It moved really fast. Like, poor Elena. Yeah, hour and 24 minutes, this movie. Elena, like, I thought... I don't thought... know why I said it, like, Mel Brooks, but... <laughs> <laughs> this movie, I don't know. This is a movie. Wait, why did I say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. Uh, BT dubs, I'm sleepy. <laughs> no, um... Dude. Oh, they did have a training montage. Yeah, the training montage in the beginning of it. 
Do you think she was going to use that uh, like a floor trap? <laughs> like the pitfall? Pitfall 3D. Was she saying that she dug that hole with the backhoe that was right there? They covered everything that they were like, well, this is ridiculous. There's no way she could have done this. She was like, well, you shouldn't have left a backhoe here. Yeah, and like she dug a hole. And I'm not picking at it. I just noticed because I'm like, wait, did yeah. she just tell him like, yeah. Da, da, da. How did she get out of her first hole? The hole she dug? Behind the house where the oh, where Elena was like, yeah, so, hey, I watched you disappear. No, maybe it was more of that ninja flipping. Yeah, she seemed a little more. She did like some parkour, like left, right, left, woof, over the ledge. Yeah, I like that it made her out to be a little bit more of a psycho. And I thought that Elena dying in this one had way more impact than dad. Yeah, she had a stronger bond. Well, at least at the time, a stronger bond with Elena than she did with her dad at the end. Yeah, because dad was being kind of a dick. And then and I was hoping for a little more backstory from Elena. Like, Me too. She, I she had like a weird history. A little quick, but mm -hmm. I got that we were moving things along. Uh, just, yeah, real quick. That's what I was like. Just got right into the action. It could have been a cool universe to set up if you took this really far. Like, if you were thinking in terms of comic book series, mm -hmm. Becky lives with this old lady out in the woods. She hunts down neo-Nazis because she's got the list. The list. Yeah, that list. Yeah, there's so many ways they can take this. What was the point of them having a list of their own members and being so worried about having it? No, I mean, you have to protect that list, but you need that list for the newsletter. Yeah, I get it. It's like the knock list in Mission Impossible. <sighs> All the undercover agents. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean... Not as cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, these guys, I mean, you know... Unfuckable. It's obviously a reflection of like real life shit happening in the world right now to some degree and if you think about it when it's a bunch of fucking bros out there with khakis and fucking tiki torches and you want to represent that in this film of course there's gonna be a fucking email list charles in fucking north carolina what's his what's his gmail what's charles's gmail we really need him to get some more of that fucking explosive you know like they need an email list, dude. But they did want to take care of it, so that's why it was on a thumb drive. What was fucking Daryl Sr.'s deal then? Just angry white woman from the South, man, is what I'm thinking. I guess. And I mean, you know, she probably had like some money in there. You know, country money. I country rich. They gave it away a little quick. Like when he was saying she, you know, and I was she, like, she. I recognize that woman that we just saw. She's coming back. Well, okay, so I thought that, but you know, also they were talking about assassinating that political figure, Hernandez. Senator yes. Hernandez I was like what if Senator Hernandez is in on it and it's just to rile people up and she's actually not like on the left side of things oh so you made it big I made it big that takes more than three weeks to write that movie because <laughs> even though they had like the doll with the fucking golden eye face on it <laughs> did that not take you to golden eye <laughs> I was like oh cool the mannequin that they're gonna practice their assassination on looks like a golden eye head and I think it's funny, you know, in this like masculine, entitled, fucking, we're the fucking whatever, we're the righteous ones, you know, noble men, you're led by a woman. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <So, laughs> no, um, I did not know that that was Deborah Logan. Yeah, man. It's fucking awesome. You see it now, though, right? I see it. I knew I recognized, like I said, I do follow up after, like right after I watch it. I normally make myself wait till right after. I've been really sleepy, though. So I was like, yeah, do it today. But today turned into a shit show, like always. So I didn't get time to do my extra little clicks and pokes. Yeah, I thought about watching it again, and I would have liked to watch some. I bet there were some interviews about this one that I could have watched, but it's been a long week, man. My mm -hmm. dog got sprayed by a skunk. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, and so the tomato thing is the fucking like myth. It's a myth. Yeah, that it just covers it up. Well, so I mean, that's like what they taught us in school. I know, isn't that weird? Fuckers, like it was some sort of magic chemical. It's not like the acidity would take it off. They say all kinds of shit. It's not true. Just covers it up for a while, and then it comes back. That's a pain in the ass. So wait, does stop, drop, and roll really work? Is that lies? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's still good. Kevin James did it in the last movie. Oh yeah, before. Hold on, hold on. Face off. <laughs> Face off. You know who's in that movie? Dominique Swain. Dominique Swain was in Face Off. Yes. Good, good. <laughs> Dude, I wonder if Becky 3 is going to have Pierce Brosnan. That would be amazing. <laughs> well, oh, you... my God. <laughs> well, to me, Sean... No, he's not. He's... It's going to be a comedian. I put like it's gonna be a funny guy again. Well, if uh, if you listened, you know I had feelings about Kevin James, and so I of course put Sean William Scott above Kevin James in my book. So we can only go go higher from here, right? And I love me some Sean William. He does good, dude. Gary, the tennis coach. I like that this one was flipped, and it was sort of uh, you know the neo Nazis invade in Becky, but in Wrath of Becky. Becky invades the neo-Nazis. Yeah, she catches them in the prep stage. Like, they're prepping. Well, I like that they didn't even let the guy who could help, like, know that, like, hey, we stole this dog from a girl. (laughs) And then his first impulse was like, just give it back, motherfucker. That was awesome, dude. They were like, just give her the dog. Like, they didn't want to fuck with it. They're like, give her the dog back. They didn't even know. Why would you bring this shit to my doorstep? Yeah. And I mean, it really was fucking petty on the overall. Like uh, this, this girl gives you shit. Like you're on a mission to like assassinate a politician, and then this girl gives you shit at a diner. So you're gonna go fucking kill who she lives with just to. F- I fu- I thought that was kind of on point though. With, like those guys, they have the, they're on this power trip. This is what we're about to go do, and then they go make some stupid ass mm-hmm. move and steal this girl's dog. And I would assume they didn't try and get rapey because like. They fucking knocked her out, and there was already a gunshot, so they probably wanted to flee the scene, right? Yeah. I mean, I just feel like as hardcore as these movies are, it it wasn't going to be that hardcore. Daryl Sr. did threaten her with that. Very thinly veiled rape threat. You think it was in yeah, there? Yeah, he said that Dar- I'll let Daryl Jr. have his way with you. Oh, and I was you know, like, that I, sounded rapey to well, me. Well, I think because he was petting the dog, I thought she was like um, implying like have his way with the dog, like murder the dog. Oh no, I you think, picked up on a rapey thing. Yeah, I think she, he was talking about her. Oh, and she that's just creepy. Meant, like he would, you know, do something violent to you. But it was still, it felt weird, and I was like, wow. My one complaint about this movie was it was missing a little bit of the grit from the last movie. Like, it was gory, mm-hmm. but the gore hit really hard in Becky. And in this one, it was fun and it, sort of exhilarating. I mean, yeah, the first one, she went straight maniac, dude. Like, the flip, the switch was yeah, flipped. Yeah, and Twig, don't get me wrong, Twig is straight maniac. That death scene was fucked up. I liked the, that was a lot of blood. Yeah, and it was a lot of hacking. Letting it, not going for the kill, like, she was just hacking his fingers off and so, shit. So funny fucking story it was olympia's night last night to put the little one to bed i told her i was like watch becky like watch becky like i think you'll fucking like it and i told her what i was watching this week but she never watched becky so she didn't understand she comes out during that scene the hack scene she like went and got her drink and she's like what the fuck and i'm like yeah 
Like, because <laughs> it was so long, you know. <sighs> I like that they played that same card at a different kind of moment mm -hmm. where uh, the other guy was like, my hero's journey is over. Basically, like he was like, I saved you. So mm -hmm. and then she just fucking shoots him with Twig. He pulls that. I got a kid thing. And you think she might fall for it and then he's going to drop her or something. But she's like, what's his name? Yeah. And I thought that he was going to have like made the whole thing up. But him being like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it was like oh, his name's Adolf. <laughs> Which also kind of lazy writing. You could have picked some other like way more fucked up Nazi to just go hard, you know, before you did that. What was that? Like also, that guy was reading Mein Kampf. No, he fucking wasn't. No, not that guy. Not that guy. Not that guy. Yeah, I was trying to think real quick what he might be reading, but nothing. Did you notice he had a toothbrush and a cup? Like he'd been living in the truck? But, I mean, he still brushed his teeth, right? I That's good. Good hygiene, eh? Keep the plaque down. Dude, before it even got started, I was like, the toboggan's back. And then, nope, she goes full on... Like, is that part of your kick-ass comic booky thing, her jumpsuit? Yeah, it felt like Kill Bill to me. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to get my my yellow jumpsuit. The backpack was really big. It was a big one, but, I mean, reasonably, didn't she have bear traps in it and all kinds of shit? Was that what was supposed to be in there, the bear yeah, traps? Yeah, I think the bear traps came with her. Mm. And uh, that would make sense. Because she didn't really use their guns and stuff like that. She used, like, grenade to great effect. Yeah, I mean, at that one point, I love how she went for the the landscaping scythe instead of the crossbow she eventually did use the crossbow let's not fuck around but the it's like oh she comes around the corner there's like farm tools and oh crossbow like she's gonna daryl this shit goes for a little short scythe instead i could respect that nice move i think that 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 was something i don't think it was time to make becky like a badass you know who like has weapons training and shit i bet that's what we get in the next movie no but the fact that she would pick like a handheld like melee weapon over like a projectile it shows like the intensity of that character oh yeah kind of nuts like the uh the the maniac savage in her would definitely pick the handheld versus the projectile yeah and if you want to do something with this character and make it go somewhere you gotta like put john rambo back in the fucking jungle you know well, yeah like, dude you can't just like let him go kill more cops she walks up on that table just loaded with guns and ammo and i mean there's a fucking light machine gun dude like there's a rambo gun on the table like i don't know if that was an m60 or what but i mean it's a fuck you could say it's a rambo gun on the table i bet the kick probably would have knocked the shit out of her i don't know if somebody that size could legit hold that without training unless she's just that much of a badass which apparently she may be i mean we know i know i know she's a badass <laughs> um no nah, man this was the trying to turn the dog on her was fucking with me a lot mm -hmm. like i was like this is fucked up and so diego is this intimidating ass dog and, I, you know, in the last one I touched on, I love the way how he had this role that was very significant, but it was different from what we've seen from, like, a guardian animal. He was in that little fort the whole time last movie. This time he's in the fucking crate, like, the whole movie. And when he does have a chance to shine at the beginning, poor guy gets fucking knocked out again. I know. That dog gets fucking cracked on the head too much. It's got the, that giant ogre motherfucker punched him in the last one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this was like a aluminum baseball bat this time. Yeah. Sound effects guys were on point. I said dog has a big hard head. Yeah. I mean, it looks like... Can you imagine the drool on that sucker? Oh, yeah. That's a thick drooling dog. It's almost Beethoven. Almost Beethoven. Was that guy? Charles Grodin? Is that his name? <laughs> yeah. Love that negative motherfucker. I bet he was an asshole in real life, too. You know what I mean? I he hope had... so. Was he in Clifford? Yes. Oh, 
100%. Let's do a weird 90s thing sometimes. Sometimes it is weird and I love it. I haven't seen it since the 90s. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's like uh and maybe we'll watch can we watch uh Escape from LA and then Captain Ron right afterwards? <laughs> because I swear to god there's sequels. Does used cars fit in there somewhere? <laughs> or is that what it was? <laughs> No, um no, how do you like it? Okay, so the knock knock, you know like when she starts fucking with him oh, in the cabin when she does the there was a little girl who had a little curl. But yeah, when he like picks up the phone and they're like, and he's like, well, apparently it's Becky. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yes. And yes. they made that look like in the trailer, like he might know who that is. Yeah. And I liked that he didn't. He had no idea. And these guys were trying to keep it on the hush, you know. Yeah. He was just like, no, no, no. Well, <laughs> this motherfucker put her name in the phone. <laughs> Uh, and her delivery of the poem again it was like a little more savage this time no i have a feeling that'll be a repeater I'm well fine originally the first script for becky was called there was a little girl oh so they changed it to becky good move probably yeah i mean i'm always a person who overnames things <laughs> we got a long podcast name after all <laughs> um How'd you like uh, that they threw in, you know, the the smoking Daryl, Daryl Sr. Uh, she's like, I'm I'm pretty woke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the the relevance to our current social climate. I love the way they throw in the threw in the woke thing. Just you know, when people look back, the, that was that time, wasn't it? That was that time. I love when she got back up, and the the reveal that she was pointing in the wrong direction because the fucking yeah. knife had gone through her brain well you know if like you're a fan of zombie movies or horror you know double tap is the way to go if you ever find yourself in a real life scenario like if that do i mean aliens are real zombies zombies could happen then right if aliens are real i'm just gonna keep saying it could be real because aliens are real no <laughs> <laughs> but you always want to double tap cardio zombie land had some good points but no, it's that was awesome because I was like, oh shit! You don't expect a double tap when you get like a solid knife. I like the pullback and she's facing the wrong direction, and then and she's like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. And that Diego finally got sicked on somebody. He finally got a good kill. I wonder if he ate that lady though. I bet she wasn't very good. Nah, she. Well, I mean, she. You know, tastes like Deborah Logan. Tastes like Deborah Logan. That's the name of this episode, by the way. Tastes, Tastes like, De like Deborah Logan. <laughs> I like it. That, that's also that's like also a fine like merchandise smells idea. Like <laughs> smells like teen spirit. But tastes like Deborah tastes Logan. Tastes like Deborah Logan. <sighs> <sighs> okay, so now if there's a Becky 3, we have to make those shirts and go to a premiere and try <laughs> okay. and get noticed. Like, we'll find the premiere wherever it's at, like random LA, just to go and be like, tastes like Deborah Logan and be like, get it! Oh, I got it. Get it! Becky nirvana logo on the back of it it says tastes like deborah Lee. <laughs> uh i did wish the end title card like the after the end title card was what the fuck does the key do that's what i was hoping for and then it ended up being dj and the bazooka but let's acknowledge that we do have progression on the key yeah so anything anybody complained about how they didn't get the answers they wanted out of the first movie we're going to get them, provided they make a third movie. And I think they gave us enough in the second movie to... It was substantial enough. This movie felt like a repeat bridge. Like, now we're going to have a little more fun. 
to get to this even more ridiculous situation. Do you know? And as long as we don't have a RoboCop 3 situation, I will be just fine. Be cool if they waited even like four or five years and she revisited it. Well, hey, guys, and Becky does not need to fly. Just saying. Does John Wick fly? RoboCop flies in three. <laughs> Remember, he's got like the fucking jetpack. Yeah, rewatch that part of fucking RoboCop three. Oh no, thank you. It's me neither. Not, not Peter Weller. I'm a fan. I wish I could have gotten like a director thing out of it, but these are all kind of like just guys that this was kind of one of the first things they've done. Same with the screenplay for the first one. I mean, and. I- I hope it goes forward with the next one. I want to see what happens next. I'm, I think it's good. I'm a fan of Lulu Wilson. Uh, yeah, she's going to do some cool shit, and I think that she's going to get sucked into this genre, kind of the way Mia Goth is in her place. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, maybe if she does action movies, that would be cool. Yeah, but like, like she, offbeat action. Yeah, but if she becomes a, like, you know, a young lady diehard. Yeah. You know, a McLean. But a little more on the fucking maniacals you know like she's a little more fucking unhinged yes exactly that's and i think that's what we need that's what i'm looking for give me something that's not the standard at this point you know you get into salt what was the the jennifer gar you know there was like that rush of and i still haven't seen kate yet was it kate oh kate was great but it was it's stuff like the uh what was the jesse eisenberg one in what where he's in west virginia american ultra american ultra I felt like that was very original, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't super original. No, it just felt like a new thing. At it's the got time. that guy, the the main Walton Goggins. Yeah, Walton Goggins. <laughs> oh, Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, he misbehaving. Sorry, I need to watch season the new season of Righteous Gemstones. God damn, it's gonna make me feel good. <laughs> Judy is my fu- Judy is fucking horrible. I love how horrible the character Judy is in Righteous Gemstones. Sorry. Back to you, Lulu. She's going to do cool shit. She's going to do great shit. What does she have on the schedule? Let's let's look real quick. At what she has coming up? Yeah, like what else is she going to be in in the the foreseeable future? I think it's good, and I think she could make the leap over to drama. You know, comedy. I mean, this is a comedy, to me, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not so, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll agree with that all day. Shit had its moments, man. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I do want to see Sean William Scott being more stuff as he's older. I like him. I love Sean William Scott. He didn't do anything to piss anyone off or anything, did he? I don't think so. What happened to him? Where has he been? He was doing Goon, man. Goon did all right. He did two Goon movies. He did a. Uh, you know, I'm sure they're riding the American Pie train. I'm sure there's resi- oh well I don't know maybe there's not balls out Gary the tennis coach if you like Gary San- you know like Will Ferrell and Adam McKay's type of comedy Goon was awesome and he was in something else too Southland Tales Southland Tales that one was and that was fucking crazy yeah, yeah. one day we're gonna do a deep dive mm-hmm. on Southland Tales when it's free again I mean I own it on Blu-ray so whenever you can get a <laughs> You can get your hands on it. Looks like she was supposed to be in Fall of the House of Usher, which was Mike Flanagan's next Netflix project. Mm -hmm. But they canceled Midnight Club, and he cut his ties with them and Mm. went to Amazon. So I don't know if that's ever coming out. Mm. Okay, so more recently, before Becky, it was Worm. Ooh, and then she's cast in a movie called Xeno. A teenager makes a terrifying extraterrestrial... 
whoever wrote this description did a terrible job. <laughs> it says a teenager makes a terrifying extra extraterrestrial her friend after it crashes nearby in desert. Maybe they're new to the language. You know, maybe it's just maybe. a language barrier thing. The youngster manages to deal with her sad mother and her mother's violent boyfriend while simultaneously protecting her dangerous new friend. No, that's that's just somebody who may have been drunk or something. And maybe they you're just, right. Yeah, I think you're right. That's not a language like barrier thing. Yeah, because so you may not be what this movie's about. Yeah, that's just that could be. It's like if you ever get on YouTube and the fucking some of like the faux movie trailers that are out there. You know what I mean? Dude, some of those are really good. Like, people put some time into those fake-ass movie yeah, trailers. Yeah, man, some of them have gotten me. I was last got a few years ago because my guard's up is what's happening. Like, if I see one, I'm like, hold on. I had no regrets watching this. I would, I, you know, if I was talking to someone, I'm like, have you happened to see Becky? And if I gave them a little rundown and they seemed interested, I'd be like, check out both of them. Fucking watch both of them. Yeah, they're both good. They're both good. I did see people... Like, if you Google Wrath of Becky, like, one of the top results is, is there a prequel to, you know, or like... Oh, they didn't is know. Is a sequel? They yeah, didn't know. It wasn't properly labeled. Originally, I guess it was called Becky 2, Wrath of Becky, but they dropped the Becky 2, which is probably good, but... It's like that whole Harley Quinn thing. I think it did confuse some people. Yeah, you can't have... Oh, the Birds of Prey thing? Yeah. Remember the original title? I don't remember it exactly, but it was like it was a mouthful and just people something emancipation of Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. but I think you, it still like has that tagline. It sucks that you need simplicity for the masses, but it's it's a truth we have to face. Sucks. The world's full of dummies. Fucking hate it. May as well go be a lighthouse keeper. <laughs> but can you fuck it? Sorry, you never saw Cold Skin. Every, I know that you think about about The Lighthouse, but I think of Cold Skin. R.I.P. I forget his name. Second Punisher. Great movie, though. Cold Skin. It's another... Can we fuck it? Can we fuck it? Well, next week is... I feel like we're around Shark Week. It's either already happened or it hasn't. It might be like July, August. Something like that. Oh, I saw Jason Momoa promoting it on something. Yeah. Either way, we're going to watch Deep Blue Sea next week. Deep Blue Sea. You got to see the clone Tyrone, though. The clone Tyrone? Yeah, I put that at the top of your imaginary list. That one's a good one. I can do that. I never watched the other Jamie Kennedy, or Jamie Kennedy, <laughs> Jamie Foxx one. I think he'd appreciate that. What's one. the Daylight one? It had Lil' Franco? I think it was called Day Shift. Day Shift, not Daylight, yeah. Day Shift, that's it. It was yeah, That one was pretty good. Funny. Okay. This was much better than that. This was a work of art in how... Uh, Almost Edgar Wright, it felt, mm -hmm. but it was a completely different sort of sci-fi movie than I've seen before. I don't want to tell you too much about it because of just how much it surprised me. I've heard nothing of it. I've not seen that cover once pop up in a little square, but I am excited about Deep Blue Sea, man. And, you know, is this like the original Meg? Yeah, I mean, this was one of my early like, oh, I like that bad movie. Okay, well, I know it's been years, but let's see if they've cured Alzheimer's yet. It'd be good. We haven't watched a, a movie from the past in a while. Yeah. We've really dug into the, like, what can we find? Lately. Yeah. And we've been doing pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, not too many misses. Not extremely disappointed, I don't think. What was the last one I was disappointed in? Do you remember? Um. Well, I was definitely <laughs> disappointed in uh, False Positive. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
No, I think the last time you were really disappointed was Swiss Army Man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was real. I just that was real. Yeah, I know. Too much flatulence. Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at the Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.